This is the Married to the Road podcast with your hosts, Larry and Angie Baum. Married team truckers who will share with you the latest trucking news, share stories of life out on the road, their crazy road dogs, and how they are giving back to the trucking community with their Treat a Trucker campaign. Sit back, relax, and listen into Married to the Road. Keep your eyes on the road and your ears on us. Welcome back. This is Married to the Road podcast. I am Angie. I'm here with my hubby, Larry. What was my name again? (laughs) Hubby. Hubby. I like that. All right. I'm no longer Larry. No. Consider me hubby. And we want to say hello to all of our new roadies. Roadies. (laughs) That's our nickname. A new nickname. Yeah, that was hard to come out there. (laughs) So we actually, we posted a TikTok video this week because we were trying to come up with a good name for our followers and fans that follow us. Like a lot of our um, influencers that we follow, they've all got names like, hey, bestie, hey, friends, hey, my little tater tots. And we're like, we need a good catchphrase. So we came up with. I like tater tots. I do too. So we came up with roadies because we're married to the road. So now we're always like, hey, roadies. But anyway, so if you are just joining us and you've never listened to our podcast before, we are married team drivers that drive around the country with our three doggies. And that is a bird. That is a big bird. Where's he at? On top of the roof right behind us. Okay. Tell him to hush. We're doing a podcast. Hush. We're doing a podcast. (laughs) Okay. He's real. Wait. (gasps) Oh, my God. That worked. We're currently... Listening to a bird. Oh, that too. But we're currently sitting in a bay getting our trailer looked at. And last week, that's about all we did too. We did that, what, Monday and Tuesday and a little bit into Wednesday getting our truck fixed. We were in the in the shop all day and we weren't allowed in our truck. It was uh, freezing. And it was freezing. And the shop was across the lot from where we were at Love's. So we had to walk across the parking lot to get into Love's. And then I'd walk back to see where they're at. Still not done. So I'd walk back. And it was, it was I mean, it was in there for a good seven hours. Yeah. And, and then they couldn't fix it. They had to order parts. So we had to pull out, park, and then go back in first thing in the morning. Yeah. And, and then sit for another five hours. Well, and then the reason you had to keep walking between the shop and the loves was because even though they had your phone number, they weren't keeping us updated. Like that one point, our truck sat there for two hours. They were needing to talk to us and nobody bothered to call us about parts. (laughs) So he had to keep walking through the icy parking lot. And that was what in Colorado was like one degree outside. It was so cold. I'm glad you remember where we were because I don't have a clue. I just know that we went from one snowy location to another. Oh my God! It was snowier and coldier. We were we were in the North Pole. It was the freaking North Pole. Yes. We were we were uh, very close to Canada, eh? <laughs> very close. And so we didn't see the Northern Lights. I was hoping we would. I, I was hoping we'd see the Northern Lights too. So we I think we've told a lot of you guys who watched this live streaming or through TikToks that we've been through every state in the United States and Canada a few and times. And we collect magnets. Yep. So we've been doing that for eight years. And two years ago, we got our 47th magnet. One state was eluding us for two years. 
North Dakota, eh? Yes. So needless to say, we went, made it to North Dakota, eh? And, and got, a got a magnet. We're sticking around. So now everything's complete because we can't get to Hawaii in our truck. So we, we have all a, the states. Now we need Alaska. We do need Alaska. But in the summer. The good news is I think we'll make it to Alaska because our daughter is moving to Alaska. So we're going to have to... We need a smaller trailer because right now we are too long. Yes. For uh, for Canada. For you almost in Alaska. Almost in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. So to get to Alaska, you have to go through Canada. And because if you guys don't know already, we are in a super sleeper. If you go to our Facebook page, Married to the Road, there is a video posted up to the top. This gives you a full uh, tour of our truck inside and out. Shows our shower, toilet, kitchen. But mm. Shower. Our tanks are full. We were empty because we were up in the North Pole for so long up there. And everywhere we stopped, their water was off. Yes. Nobody had running water. Yesterday, we finally got down south and we filled up all the tanks. Yeah, by the time... And today, I dumped the toilet. Yes. And we are, we are toilet-free, nice and clean, and our water is full it's a good feeling. It's actually, I mean, it's actually a process. I know people who don't have showers and all that are like, oh, poor babies. That's a bad thing. But it is. It's kind of a pain in the butt. Right now it's winter time, so it's cold. So a lot of the truck stops don't have their water turned on for the fact that they don't want everything to freeze up when you try to get the water out. And I will never in my life, even if I had Alzheimer's and forget everything, I will never forget the very first time. I dumped the toilet. <laughs> oh. Okay, you can't it, tease. This makes me gag right now. You can't tease everybody and not tell them the story. So, so now that you've opened up that can of worms, you got to tell the story. So this was the very first time. So we only had the truck for a couple days. And we'd filled, as as National Lampoon's vacation would say, the shitter's full. Honey, the shitter's full. <laughs> so he had to go empty it. And he'd never done this before. And, and, and my, nobody showed me how to do it. I was going to say, might I add, the day that we got the truck... Our introduction of where things were at and how to do things. The guy didn't want to show us a damn thing because he was upset he was losing the truck. It was definitely the condensed version of, here's your truck, enjoy it. Yes. Bye. We pretty much had to learn everything on our own. Where all the controls were, how to fill up the water, how to empty the toilet. But anyway, so the first time that he had to empty the toilet, it was it was a fiasco. I can, We could laugh about it now. It's pretty funny. He didn't laugh about it that day, but I'll let you tell the story. So the tank... Is about the size of a like a carry-on suitcase, and it has a nozzle where all the nasty stuff <laughs> pours out when you lift it and tip, kind of like a water funnel for your uh, flower bed. So, as you guys know, I'm a shorts and tank top kind of guy, and the way you got to do this is. There's a flap on the ground for the drain. You have to step on that flap that is maybe eight inches away from the hole. Yes. Where you dump this in. So I went to dump it and it just like trickled out. And then I saw a button on top. So I pushed the button, which is the air release. And it freaking gushed oh my god got all over my feet on my leg 
I almost lost my cookies. He comes running up to the driver's door and he's like, uh, I'm like, what? He's like, he's like, baby wipes, baby wipes, stat. So he was out there trying to clean himself off the best he could with baby wipes and trying not to throw up in the process. Oh, it was nasty. But that's never happened again, has it? No, I, now I know how to do it. Oh. But that first time was disgusting. I wish I, I wish I had viewed it. I watched the aftermath. I didn't see it actually happen. But yeah, so I mean, that's that's part of the you thing. Saw the horror. Yes. Which I tried so hard not to laugh, but you were cracking me up. <laughs> and for anybody who doesn't know Larry, he's super OCD, just super super. So this was like, this was his worst nightmare. But if I get a drop of honey on my finger, and my fingers are sticky. I, I, like, lose it. Yes. And this was beyond, beyond, beyond. Yes. I, I, I don't even know how to put it in words. Yeah. It was the most disgusting thing that has ever happened to me. Yeah, so pretty much every, I would say every three to four days, if we're using the shower regularly and we're washing dishes, dishes regularly, we've got to fill up the tanks about every three to four days, especially when it's warm weather, it's, you know, the summer and the springtime. So during those times, it's no problem finding water because all the water is turned on at the truck stops and we don't have an issue. But in the wintertime, we always say it's like a unicorn because it's like we hardly ever see the water turned on. Like when we went to go to the North Pole this weekend, we knew we were going to be down the whole weekend and we only had one tank of water. It was only half a tank. Yeah, and we both had to get showers because we hadn't had showers in days. And we had dishes that we were going to do because I was going to cook over the whole weekend. So we really had to conserve our water this weekend. We actually did not even take a shower in the truck. We went inside and took a shower. That's right, we did. That's right, we did. Yep. But now we have two full tanks so we can take a shower today and and toilets emptied. So it's a good day. It is a very good day. And the sun is out. And we're it's 71 degrees. Yeah, I was saying it. I'm in a I'm in a hoodie. I'm starting to get a little warm. Not I'm, bad. I'm toasty. Yeah, you got sweatpants on. on me. So and now we're in the the bay because last week our truck got fixed and now our, our trailer is up for its quarterly inspection and they found just a few things wrong with this. So now we're just waiting for the approval to get these things repaired and then hopefully we'll be done with this. And then I think our next thing on our list is laundry. Laundry. And maybe dinner. We were talking we about have not figuring out where we're going to do. There's a lot of places around here. Yeah, yeah. We we actually we forgot that we had some gift cards from our daughter for Christmas, and we're like, mm, maybe we'll just use those. But then, when we were driving in, you saw a restaurant that you haven't been to in a long time called oh, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Oh my God, that place has amazing steak and ribs. And the good thing about it is there's a Walmart right by it and an AT&T. So we might just go there because, oh, yeah, we're still oh, dealing with AT&T. Yeah. <laughs> we're still dealing with AT&T. I am so disappointed with AT&T. They still have not fixed our bill. This is going on six weeks now. Our bill is at $3,400. But when I looked, yeah, our next bill, it up. our next bill, they charged us again the same amount. So now our so total... six. Over grand. six grand because they still have not fixed the billing issues. So, and our router doesn't work still. Yeah. So we have to go to AT&T and get a new chip because when they turned off the router, which they should have never done in the first place, they fried the chip. Yeah. So if you guys, if you guys don't know what we're talking about with our AT&T, trust me, just go to our TikTok account. We did several videos on that, but pretty much they charged us completely wrong, wound up taking the money out of our account. They refunded the money back, said that they were going to fix our account. And we are at week number six. Our and bill. They gave us a free iPhone. 
Yes. We're at week number six. Our bill is still not corrected. And now the bill that they're getting ready to send us out is just as much as this bill. So six grand for two months worth of service. So they gave us a, a free phone. Yes. With internet and it, it actually works. Do we have to pay the $20 a month on that? Yes, because they gave us a... No, no. We have 18 months of free service along with the phone. Oh, cool. Because they screwed up. But it still doesn't make up for a $6,000 bill. No. So, anyway, that's our plan. We had had a stop. We had direct deposit. No. Yes. Automatic Automatic withdrawal. withdrawal, Automatic withdrawal. And then they withdrawed that three grand. Yeah, so tomorrow we're going to... We stopped stopped it. No more. No more. Tomorrow our plan is to take an Uber to actually go to an AT&T store. Actually, no offense. I I realize how this is going to sound, but we want to speak to someone who speaks clear English because every time we've called and we've probably talked to 26 agents at this point, only one of them spoke clear English. Everybody else we've had a hard time communicating with. So we're going to go to a store and we're praying that we can finally get this settled. So that's our agenda for the next two days and then back on the road again. So our days off are not relaxing and... It's, and we have a problem. We do with my medication. Oh well, it's not a problem. It, it'll be it'll be okay. We just tried to order his medication to have it shipped where we're at, but unfortunately, he can't order it for another two days. So, but we don't know where we're gonna be. So, yeah, that's. I may, I may be a week late again. Yeah, that's the way his medica- his medication is a refrigerated medication. It's not one we can just go to like to CVS or Walgreens and pick up. We have to actually have it shipped overnight. So usually and it's an EpiPen that I take every two weeks. Yeah. And we usually have a ship to a truck stop at the fuel desk. We'll go pick it up. But it makes it hard when we don't know where we're going to be at. So it makes it very, very difficult. Yeah. And he just took his dose this week. And we've got a week and a half before he has to take his next dose. So we're hoping we can get that ordered and pick it up somewhere along the road before his next dose is due. So. And I like to apologize that we didn't get our podcast out last Friday. But it was it was so hectic. It's, it's been a hectic two weeks for us. So I know we, we said we would have our podcast out Monday and Fridays. We're going to try. You know, it's not 100%. This is trucking and trucking lifestyle is difficult. But we do have some really good news. I was just going to bring it up. I was going to say, okay, there was the bad news. Yes, now we got good news. Now we got positive, great news. So Larry is finishing up a design for our new logo for Married to the Road. And we're going to have our new store up tomorrow with new merchandise with our new logo for Married to the Road. And then if you don't like listening to commercials on your podcast, we have a new subscriber that you can do through our podcast. So what it is, is you can become a paid subscriber today. You can join our podcast subscription for $3.99 a month. This will give you access to ad-free podcasts, so you don't have to listen to any of the ads that we normally play. Plus, you get two bonus episodes each month and a 20% discount on all of our merchandise. Plus, when you become a subscriber, you will also get exclusive access when we do our live chats just for our paid subscribers. So if you are interested in becoming a paid subscriber you can go to either our anchor.fm uh, channel for our podcast or go to spotify and you could subscribe right there for $3.99 a month and it gives you lots of freebies every month so we're super excited about being able to do that and actually in an hour and a half you and i've got an interview with uh freight waves magazine today that's gonna be fun we never this is the first time that we've done an interview that we don't know exactly what it's about usually they'll send us an outline and be like okay we're going to talk to you about this this and this and here's some of the questions today we know nothing we are going in blind it's going to be a blast kind of like what we did with that last one yeah 
where he was live on the radio. I know. I didn't even. I, he said, hey, I'm going to call you at this time, this time. I'm like, okay, cool. And he called, and we were live on the radio, and I, I, we didn't have a clue. We've done, yeah, we've done countless radio interviews, podcasts, magazine interviews. And usually when it's a radio or a podcast, they'll call us and they'll say, okay, we're going to go live in like one or two minutes. So we got a time to just catch our breath. Not this guy. He calls, he goes, okay, we're live in the air. We're like, what? Okay, okay, cool, yeah, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, that totally caught me off guard. For those of you guys that do listen to the Freight Waves podcast, we are going to be uh, filming our podcast edition with them today at 2 o'clock, and it will air on the... Treat a Trucker is a program designed by Larry and Angie Ball. This program thanks America's truckers by giving them a free meal in the form of a Subway or Denny's gift card. Consider making a donation today and help give a truck driver a free meal today. Just visit our Married to the Road Facebook page and see our current fundraiser. Help treat a trucker today. Sorry about that, guys. We had a phone call coming in while we were recording. But what we were discussing was uh, we are doing an interview today at 2 p.m. with Freight Waves Magazine. And you will be able to listen to it on Wednesday on their podcast. It is a Freight Waves podcast. Not quite sure what time they'll have it up, but as soon as we know, we will post it up on our Facebook Married to the Road page. You guys will be the second to know. Yes, we'll be the first. (laughs) (laughs) But coming up next, we've got a really good trucker's tale. It's from our good friend, Pamela Brand. She actually was involved in a pretty horrific accident years ago. And so in this trucker's tale episode, she shares with us um, all about her horrible accident. And I do want to preface this and say that if you want more information, um, we do have the photos that she submitted to us. Um, about the accident that you can see on our website, which is marriedtoroad.com. Not married to the road. It's just marriedtoroad.com. The, go- the the is gone. The the is gone, the yes. The is gone. So if you go to marriedtoroad.com, I've already got the article up along with all the photos that Pamela did send. But we'll be back in just a few minutes and we will discuss our trucker's tale with Pamela Brandt. Welcome back, everybody. So we have got a really good trucker's tale. Um, As I had mentioned earlier, we do have this already up on our website. If you want to look at the photos so you can kind of see who Pamela is. How would you describe Pamela? She she is a little spitfire, wouldn't you say? She really is. Very. We we had her on our show. She's she's great. We got to have her again. Yeah, she's got a very, very southern accent. She reminds me of a blonde Barbie doll of the southern accent. She's so, so cute. But she's a very strong, independent woman. And, Barbie uh, and Dolly. Dolly, yeah. She's like a cross between Barbie and Dolly. Yes, I like that. Yes. Okay, so this is, uh, again, we said Pamela Brand. Uh, she's been an online friend of ours for a few months. Larry actually found her on TikTok. And he's like, oh, you got to check out this girl. She's really, you know, she'd be great guest on a radio show. And then we just kind of became friends after that. And what is her TikTok name? Rocky Top Trucker. And I do. Texas TX1. Yeah, TX1. I actually have um, her TikTok link in the article. So it is up on our, our uh, Married to Road page. So, um, so uh, yeah, as we said, everybody fell in love with her deep accent. But um, after speaking with Pamela, she did share her terrifying accent she was involved in. And I guess this happened back in 2018 in Georgia. And I'm not real familiar because I haven't been through Georgia too awful much. But do you know where the 75 and 285 split is? No. 
not too much. Sounds like it's around Atlanta. That's what I was thinking, around Atlanta. But she said she was going southbound right there at the 75-285 split. And there was two vehicles that were chasing each other down the highway. They were involved in a pretty serious road rage incident. And before she knew it, the, the traffic was getting snarled up. And, you know, everybody was trying to avoid these two cars and and everything and trying to just kind of get out of their way. And then before she knew it, they were shooting at each other. Like, I'm not joking. They were literally shooting guns at each other on this major highway as she's trying to drive down the highways along with everybody else. So Pamela was driving a brand new Kenworth truck that she had just gotten and she found herself smack dab in the middle of construction of where they were doing some road construction right outside of the Brave Stadium. So before she knew it, she was trying to make her way not only through the construction, but she was also trying to avoid the two cars that were in this road rage incident as they were shooting at each other. All of a sudden, the truck in front of her came to a complete stop. So trying to avoid hitting that truck, Pamela unfortunately went into a jackknife situation. And you and I had just talked about a jackknife situation just a week ago about how we have never been involved in one, but how scary that would be. We were talking about when it was on ice and you steer into the problem. Exactly, which I think... I think most people's nature, which we had mentioned, was if you get into a jackknife situation, your your instinct is to steer away from the situation. You're supposed to steer into the situation. But anyway, <clears throat> so back to her story. So she found herself starting to jackknife because the truck in front of her had come to a complete stop. At that same moment, there was a truck that was also behind her, and he wound up hitting her on the right-hand side. Now, the terminal where Pamela worked at was very close to where this incident occurred. It was just off the I-285 at the Fullerton Industrial Area. So, next thing she said she remembered is that she was waking up in the hospital bed. And luckily, she was surrounded by about half of her team members from her terminal, which I thought was awesome. So, pretty much everybody that she worked with at her terminal came straight to the hospital to make sure that she was okay. Um, they'd come by her side at the hospital just to make sure she was doing okay and to see if there was anything they could do to help her out. Once Pamela began to regain consciousness, she realized that she was in a pretty rough shape and definitely in a lot of pain. The accident caused several fractures in six out of seven of her back vertebrae, and she was unable to move anything for a while. Pamela also broke her right humerus, and her four, five, and six lumbar bones were also broken. Now, Larry, and you... There's nothing funny about that. Huh, because it was humorous. <laughs> I say you had back surgery because you actually blew out your lumbar in your back as well. Can you just imagine how much pain she would be with all these fractures? Yeah, I just blew out one disc, I did, and it was excruciating. More than one? No, that was... I couldn't imagine that pain. And she did She did send me the x-ray photos to kind of show you, like, the injury exactly when it happened and then all the subsequent surgeries that she had to go through in order to correct this neck issue. It was at this moment that Pamela knew that, one, she was lucky to be alive, but secondly, that the road to recovery was going to be a very long one. Speaking to the doctors after the accident, she, they explained that because her seatbelt was on her so snugly, that it literally saved her life. Had her seatbelt not been properly installed, she could have been paralyzed or even dead. Pamela's recovery included having to be in a head harness for almost 12 weeks and steroids to help bring down the swelling. 
The steroids that she was given actually caused her to develop type 2 diabetes, and she almost suffered kidney failure in the process. So can you imagine that, Larry? Not only is she having to undergo all these surgeries, she's in a head harness for 12 weeks. She has all these fractures and breaks in her neck. But then the medication that they give her, the steroids to help take down the swelling, wind up causing type 2 diabetes so badly she almost suffered kidney failure. It's almost dialysis. Yes. And she was so, so lucky. Pamela was also told by her doctors that she would never again be able to dive, drive a semi-truck. Now, if you guys don't know Pamela like we know Pamela, you cannot tell Pamela that she cannot do something. <laughs> she proved them wrong. She absolutely proved them wrong. She says, I am happy to report Pamela is driving again. Pamela is a little spitfire. She doesn't let anything keep her down. Doesn't mean that it wasn't a very long road to recovery. Several surgeries were involved. But the CEO of the company that Pamela worked for at that time, his name was Mike Gurdon, and he flew in to check on her personally. Now, when he walked into her hospital room, the first thing he asked her was, hey, what is your plan of action going forward? Pamela's response was so simple, fight. So for six months, that's exactly what Pamela did. She fought to help regain her old life again and to make sure that she could get back on the road to driving a semi-truck. During this difficult road to recovery, most people would have given up hope, but not Pamela. She said that she had faith that she would get better and get her life back. Pamela also said that she hopes that her story inspires someone that any that nothing is impossible. She also said that she is 64 years young and she's still going strong. To this day, she still sleeps in a harness that sends low doses of radiation. This helps to fuse her bones in her neck from this horrific injury. Pamela is now a driver manager for terminals like Atlanta, Jacksonville, Florida, Olive Branch, Mississippi, Mount Joliet, Tennessee, Kingsport, Tennessee, and Richmond, Virginia. Currently, Pamela has a family-run trekking business called uh, Batten Brothers Farm and Feed and Seed. And to this day, Pamela still does occasionally drive a truck, but nowadays spends most of her time recruiting fellow truck drivers coming into the industry. And do you remember when we did that interview with her? This is a family-run business. She has five trucks, and her kids are in most of those trucks, and, and her like daughter-in-law and son-in-law. It's all family driving those trucks. Absolutely. And she she grew up in the trucking industry, so this is just like generation after generation after generation in trucking. Pamela is one strong and resilient woman who did not let this life-changing accident detour her from her path in the trucking industry. Be sure to visit our page, Married to the Married to road.com so that you can see this story and also get the link to her tiktok page um like i said she she gave me some really great pictures for you guys to look at oops accidentally clicked on tiktok uh her tiktok name is rocky top trucker tx01 so rocky top trucker tx01 so if you're wanting to see pamela in action and you've got a tiktok account can't recommend enough stop by visit her if you need the link again go to our website mary two road you can see uh, all the pictures from her accident and the link directly to her tiktok account pamela we can't thank you again for sharing this story with you if you've got a great story whether it's happy it's sad it's funny whatever it is we would love to share it on our podcast just be sure to get a hold of either larry or i and we'll be sure to get it added to our next trucker's tales TNCRadio.live, 
Transportation Network channel. TNC Radio.Live provides commercial truck drivers up-to-the-minute details that they need to be safer, smarter, and more successful out on the road. TNC Radio.Live does this by providing accurate and timely traffic, weather, news, and entertainment via a driver design programming throughout the broadcast days. So if you spend your days and nights driving the highways of North America, then TNCRadio.live is for you. And hey, you may even hear Larry and I on there. We have our Wednesday night show called Tail Lights with the Bombs on TNCRadio.live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern. And you may even hear me occasionally Monday through Friday from 8 to 10 in the morning with a morning grind doing the weather. So please be sure to visit tncradio.live you can listen on your laptop or phone or download the app through your favorite app store again tncradio.live welcome back everybody so today we always try to pick a topic that we can discuss on married to the road and the one we're going to be talking about is understanding the slow down move over law now larry i know what you know what this law is about but can you kind of maybe briefly explain what does the slow down move over law mean if you are driving down the road you're in a right hand lane and you see red and blue lights up there or even a vehicle any vehicle on the side you should move over but the law is if there's like a tow truck or a police officer or an ambulance fire truck you must either slow down if you cannot get over but if you have an open spot to your left you get over exactly and what made us think of talking about this topic was we actually saw an accident that happened last week last thursday um and it was on cdl life and it was actually three truck drivers that ran into the same police vehicle and now mind you it wasn't that they couldn't move over so this is a little bit different they were on icy road conditions in the i-20 but we were just thinking man if they had slowed down a little bit maybe this situation would have been a little different so a recent study was completed by AAA, which is the american automobile association that said that one quarter of the u.s population does not know about the slow down move over law or even if it exists in the state that they reside in. This was literally so shocking to me. I figured everybody at this point knew about this. But especially seeing how many tow truck drivers and semi-truck drivers and first responders are killed on our nation's shoulders each year, it was quite a shocking statistic. Even shocking more is that out of those drivers who do know about this law, 40% don't care and do not abide by it. AAA stated that on average we lose up to 24 tow truck drivers or first responders each year due to people hitting them while they're trying to do their job on the side of the road. Essentially what this means is that someone in this line of work is killed every other week on average. And in 2020 we saw the highest amount of deaths ever reaching 46 people. These people's lives could have so easily been saved if people had just adhered to use the slow down move over law. The report from AAA Foundation said that 40, 42% of drivers who do not comply with the move over laws believe that their behavior is not dangerous to the roadside emergency workers. 23% of motorists surveyed said that they were unaware of what the move over law in their state that they resided in was. 
And among drivers who weren't aware of the move over laws, 15% did not understand the potential consequences of violating these laws. So we're going to go over a little bit about doing your part to help avoid roadside and shoulder accidents. The first and most important one, which I think everybody should do, is do not drive distracted, such as being on your cell phone, distracted in a conversation. You need to stay alert to traffic and road conditions and the signs on the side of the road. You also want to look ahead and to your sides for any emergency personnel or stranded motorists on the shoulders of the roads and highways. And if you come across an emergency vehicle on the side of the road with their lights on, slow down to a safe speed and approach to approach the scene with extreme caution. If you are on a roadway that you can get over to the left-hand lane, do so. The AAA recommends slowing down to 10 to 20 miles an hour less than what the posted speed limit is in case there are workers on the side of the road working. Now, what do you do if your car or your truck breaks down? We've all been in that horrible position of where our car or truck is having maintenance issues, and we have no choice but to move over to the shoulder of the road. Following these simple tips below could help you be safer out there on the roads. First off, pull over to the side of the road. You want to get as far over to the right as you can while still keeping your vehicle on level ground. Turn on your four-ways or your hazards. This will notify other motorists that your car is having mechanical issues and that they need to slow down and move over. Raise the hood of your car to draw attention to it. This is alerting other motorists of the mechanical issues you are having with your vehicle. It is also recommended that you hang a brightly colored scarf or bandana, such as in yellow, orange, or red, out of your window to help draw more attention to your vehicle. Stay in your car is always the best option. It is usually much safer inside of your car than lingering on the side of the road. However, if you must exit your vehicle, do so on the passenger side and always, always be watching for oncoming traffic. Do not stand in front or behind your car as approaching motorists may not be able to see you until it is way too late. Remain with your vehicle at all times until emergency help is able to arrive and get to you. Also, while sitting in your vehicle, be sure that you lock all doors and windows and that they are secured. If you're walking along the roadside to get assistance, do not walk along the roadside to get assistance because this puts yourself into a very vulnerable situation. One where you could potentially get hit by a passing vehicle or distracted motorist. And lastly, never ever try to cross over the freeway to the other side to get help. This puts you at an even bigger risk of getting hit and it is always much safer just to sit tight in your car and wait for help to arrive. So if you want more information, I did post this article on our blog. It is MarriedToRoad.com. You can feel free to head over to our website. It's called Understanding the Slow Down Move Over Law. Anything else you want to add to that, Mr. Larry? We did see that in person. We were on our way home in our personal vehicle, in our car. And we were getting off the freeway. And two police officers, two vehicles, had one person pulled over. I did. I slowed down. I moved over to the left. The car that was behind me floored it and went right past me. That cop hopped in his car, turned on his lights and sirens, and chased her down. And I'm sure she got a ticket. I'm sure she got a hefty ticket and a well-deserved ticket. Yes. Because when you act like that, you're putting everybody's lives at risk. And... 
you know, emergency personnel and tow truck drivers and stranded motors, they just want to get home to their families just like all of us. So it's not worth it. Slow down, move over, do one of those two options, do both if you can. But anyway, just be safe out there. That's the most important thing. I move over for every vehicle that's on the side of the road. I do too. I always slow down. But we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll have your weather lookout for this week. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Would you like to advertise your small business or your Facebook page? Does it have to do with the trucking industry? Contact Larry or myself today to see how you can get your commercial added to our podcast today. Just contact us at married2road at gmail.com. Or you can contact us on Facebook at Married to the Road. Again, if you would like to have your business advertised in our podcast, please contact us by email at married2road at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook at Married to the Road. Thank you, everyone. Welcome back, everyone. So I've got our weekly weather forecast. And this week, we have two storm systems that I am watching right now. Uh, They're going to be developing, bringing both snow and rain with it. So this is going to be starting on Tuesday through Thursday. And we're looking at severe weather system that's going to be hitting some of our southern states. Uh, Some of the states we're going to see is from Houston, Texas, up to Memphis, Tennessee, all the way over to Pensacola, Florida. This same storm system is also going to bring to the Midwest, up by Chicago area, some snow. Excuse me. The system will start developing on Wednesday, and we are really concerned with high damaging winds, heavy rain, hail, and of course, a possible tornado or two. Then on Friday, we will see that same storm system begin to move east, bringing with it rain to places like Raleigh, Charleston, Boston, and the New York states while it produces snow from Chicago and St. Louis. With both of these storms, we really need to be concerned with flash flooding as both of these systems are gonna produce a lot of rain really fast and we know how serious that can be. I've posted up on Trucker Safety Info on Facebook, the photos and graphs showing you the timeline of both of these storms and the areas that are gonna be affected so that you can help plan your route just a little bit easier this week. We'll be back in just a few minutes. If you're enjoying our podcast and you need just a little bit more Angie and Larry time, then we encourage you to listen to our weekly radio show. That's right. We have a weekly radio show. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern, you can listen to our radio show, Taillights with the Bombs. It's on TNCradio.live. You can listen to us live every week on your phone or your computer by going to TNCradio.live or downloading the TNC Radio app. Every week, Larry and I sit down and we interview truckers and people in the trucking industry who share their stories from over the road. So be sure to join us this Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central at tncradio.live for Taillights with the Bombs. We want to thank you all for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to our podcast. We really appreciate it, and we really appreciate all the feedback we've been getting back. We truly appreciate it. Just a reminder, if you have a Trucker's Tales story, we would love to feature it on our podcast. You can either come on here, and we can do a radio interview with you, or you can send it to us, and we can just share your story on our podcast, whichever one you're comfortable with, but we love hearing your Trucker's Tales. 
And as a reminder, don't forget, you can listen to Larry and I Wednesday nights on TNC Radio. We have got, man, we are booked almost through the end of March. We've got every week completely covered. We've got some great guests coming up. We have the Kentucky Truckers, a husband and wife trucking team. Uh, we have the LGBTQ Plus Truck Drivers Network. We have TIERS, which is the Truckers Emergency Assistant Responders, and that is through Real Women in Trucking. And we also have Truckers Against Trafficking. So be sure to be listening in Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central on TNC Radio. There's two ways you can listen. You can listen to tncradio.live on your phone or PC, or you can download our TNC Radio app from your favorite app store. And as always, we want you guys to be safe out there. And don't forget that you can now join our podcast subscription so you can listen to our podcast ad-free. You also get two free bonus episodes every month, and we're going to be releasing one tomorrow. So we'll have our bonus episode up tomorrow. And then also you get 20% off all of our merchandising in our new store that's going to be up tomorrow as well. And when we do our live chat sessions, we'll be sure to send only our subscribers a special invite so they can come and join us. So as always, guys, be sure to join us back here next Friday for our next podcast and be safe out there on the roads. Keep your eyes on the road and your ears on us. Thanks, everybody. See you Friday.